Hey. Hello. Um, I was looking for Nate. I have some follow-up notes about something we discussed earlier. Do you happen to know where he went? Uh, he ran out not too long ago. He was uh, running late for some couple's time he and Elena had planned. You know, Nate is such a sweet guy, right? He's always working hard to balance his career with romance. <sighs> if only all men could be like him, right? In my book, that man's a keeper. Elena is such a lucky woman. Hey. Sorry I am late. My uh, meeting with Victoria ran long, but it was worth it. Totally exhilarating. I'm talking, even when we're on opposite sides of an issue, somehow we still inspire each other. The synergy between us is unreal. Unreal? That's how you describe your relationship with your boss? Of course. We have much more than an employer-employee relationship. How much more? Look, Nate, I'm glad that you're enjoying your work. But tell me, what's going on with you and Victoria? back to the office. Look at you. Even with the weight of the world on your shoulders, you still somehow manage to look as lovely as ever. Must be all the Jabot products. That smile didn't exactly reach your eyes. You worried about my parents fling town? Or Jeremy Stark? Or maybe it's your dad's strange relationship with Sally? Or are you concerned about the safety and well-being of our son? How about all of the above? I know there's a lot going on right now, but we'll work through it. How? How are we going to work through this, Kyle? I mean, I, I'm trying to stay positive, but there is so much going on, and I haven't even told you about the run-in that I had with my mom earlier today. What happened with Phyllis? I just have a bad feeling. About what? I thought that she was letting go of her obsession with Diane. She was gonna focus on rebuilding her relationships with me and Daniel. But now that that doesn't seem to be working out for her, I... Her focus is back on my mother. Yeah. It must be a very good page. What's that? You've been on that same page for 20 minutes. Sorry, Jack. I'm just I'm having a hard time focusing. I have this terrible feeling in the pit of my stomach that something's wrong. We're here, relaxing in the cabin, safe and sound, but back home, there's a storm coming. Amazing. Diane and Jack went to all that trouble to convince us they went on some extravagant world tour, but they never left Wisconsin. 
They're in a little rustic cabin in the woods just up the highway. Did they really think they could get away with this? Oh, that's so brazen. Well, if nothing else, they're quite clever. They think they're clever. Yeah, they also think they're untouchable. It's time to prove them wrong. All right, we can't rush into this. We've got to make sure all our angles are covered. There's no room for failure. You know that, right? Okay. I thought through every detail. It's a point of pride. I understand that, but I have a lot more to lose than you do. Well, it sounds like you've been thinking about this, so I'm sure you have some suggestions. I do. But I need you to know something. When I'm in, I'm in 100%. There's nobody in this town that is more resourceful than I am in getting what they want. Do you get that? Oh, that's good to hear. So what do we do first? Your plan is good. I think it's very solid. Um, but this is the thing. This is the Abbott cabin that they're staying at. They know everything about it. They know the whole lay of the land up there. Okay, so you're saying we need to even the playing field. I'm saying we need to lure them back here. Well, if you want them back, there are plenty of things I can do to get them back here. I know that, but I want to be very clear on this. Very, very clear. My family can't get hurt. My daughter, Kyle Harrison, they can't be used as pawns. Okay, so... How are we going to get them to come back to town? We make them think that the dangerous element has disappeared. We basically do the same thing to them that they did to you, but we do it better. We do it much better. What's going on between me and Victoria? What are you talking about? Where is this coming from? I ran into Audra at Crimson Lights. And what started off as casual conversation turned into something rather enlightening. Okay, enlighten me. What does she have to say? Audra noticed an interesting dynamic developing between you and Victoria. Something that crosses the boundaries of a normal employee-employer relationship. You know, more personal than professional? No, I don't know. I haven't accused you of anything, Nate that I need you to be straight with me. Always. Look, trust me, the only thing that's going on between me and Victoria is business. She's my boss, and I admire her, the way her mind works, her business acumen. Look, I am learning a lot from her, and I won't deny that we work well together, okay? She encourages me to grow and expand. Nothing, and I mean nothing like the way I was stifled and dismissed at Chancellor Winters. I don't understand why we have to go through this again. I thought you understood my relationship with Victoria. And honestly, I thought you appreciated it. You know, I have to agree with you. Helena is very fortunate to have a man like Nate in her life. But I feel like I'm very lucky to have him as an employee. And you're lucky too, aren't you? I am, yes. You know, your instincts were correct about Tucker. I paid a visit to Devon, and he all but confirmed Tucker offering McCall to him. 
I know the man quite well. That's exactly what I'm counting on. I need you to let me know what you think his next move might be. Well, if my instincts are on point, when Tucker doesn't get his way, he either fights harder, gets angry, or moves on to something else. It all just depends on his mood at the time. So it's possible that he could get fed up with Devon if his offer isn't getting the kind of traction that he's looking for. Yeah, his attention span lasts as long as his desire for something. And his certainty he can get it. So he could very well get tired of waiting for Devon. All right. So then we push him in that direction. We find something to distract him, something with a big payoff. We draw his focus away from Devon, so maybe he'll forget about that plan. And then Newman will be right there to make the deal. Talk to me. What brought this on? Thank you. I, I don't want to ruin our You're time here together. You're not ruining anything. I could see something was on your mind. I wanted to give you the space to work through it on your own. Well, I appreciate that. Jack, it's been lovely here with you. It's been peaceful, it's been really romantic, but something happened today. What? Well, while you were out, a strange call came in on the landline and it has me rattled. Who was it? What did they say? Well, that's just it. By the time I answered it, no one was there. I can't stop thinking it was Jeremy. There's no way Stark would know we are here. Yeah, but what if he found us and he's heard my voice and he's on his way here? Or, or worse yet, what if he's using our family as some sort of leverage? Okay, you are letting your fear and imagination oh. run wild. Wrong numbers, bad connections, hang-ups. That happens all the time. I realize that. But there's a possibility that Jeremy got some information and pieced it together. The first thing he'd do is to call to see if I'd answer. That's a pretty long shot, Diane. Well, maybe, maybe not. But if he knows we're here, then he knows that we're not home to protect our family. Jack, we have left our family just sitting in the crosshairs. Did Phyllis say something specific about going after my mom? Nothing specific, no, but she seemed really interested in Diane and Jack. How so? Well, it started with her saying that she bought a present for Harrison. Okay, nothing wrong with that, unless she's trying to find her way in through an innocent child. Exactly. So she said she wanted to bring the gift by the house, but that uh, Jack and Diane wouldn't want to see her there. And then she asked all of these questions, like, are they home? Or where are they? How long are they going to be gone for? All these questions that had nothing to do with Harrison and were none of her business. Could that just be Phyllis being nosy? That would be in character, wouldn't it? I guess. Isn't it possible that she's just digging because she always likes to be in the loop? It's possible, but Kyle, we need to be vigilant. We're in a dangerous situation with Stark and my mom was acting suspicious. I don't know, just something doesn't sit right with me. Oh, good. There you are. Mom, mom, it's really not it's a good time. Very, very important. We're not gonna tell you where Jack and Diane are, so please just stop trying. Listen, listen, I know you don't wanna talk to me. You don't wanna be seen with me. I get it, I get it. But I wouldn't be trying to track you down if it wasn't completely necessary. What's completely necessary that you need to talk to us about? It's about Jeremy Stark. He's on his way right now to Paris to find 
Jack and Diane. And this time, this time he thinks he will absolutely find them. But how is it you know this? Listen, um, I don't blame you for asking me that. I don't blame you at all. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you too. Okay, really. Ever since Jeremy Stark got into town, um, he has been hounding me. I mean, almost obsessed with me. Asking me to team up with him to exact revenge on Diane. Are you serious? Yes, yes, 100% serious. I flat out told him no, but it's the truth. Why are we just finding out about this now? Well, I didn't think you'd believe me if I told you that, see? I didn't think you'd believe me or you'd think that I was painting myself out to be a saint. I mean, it was lose-lose for me. What about now, what's changed? Well, this is a very, very real threat. Guys, Jeremy Stark isn't just talking about revenge on Diane. He's not just talking about hurting them. He's actually flying to Europe to find them. He is dangerous. If you don't know that for yourself, at least know it for Jack and Diane. Excuse me, I need to go make a phone call. Damn it, I forgot my phone again. Looking for this? Right. Thanks. I don't want to fight with you about this. I probably shouldn't have even agreed to meet with you for drinks tonight. I'm sorry. No, no, no need for apologies. It's just, after we fought so hard to get back to a good place, the last thing I want to do is create tension between us again. We cannot go back to that horrible, dark space we were in. I promise you, we are not going back there. I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking for trouble where it doesn't exist. I understand, trust me. <laughs> it's not like you and Victoria are having an affair. Exactly. <laughs> Look, you have nothing to worry about when it comes to my professional relationships. I'm all yours. I love you and only you. And look, if you ever feel too tired to go out again after work, all you have to do is just say so, okay? We can just go home, spend time together. Just mm. us. That is exactly where I wanna be, cuddled up in bed with you. Let's get you home. Thank you. Okay, good night. You know, I really admire you. Your laser-like focus on achieving your goals is inspiring. You decide you want McCall Unlimited and nothing will stand in your way. And, you know, despite how much you obviously value your own family, you don't hesitate to get in the middle of other families. You know, like when you worked with Nate to acquire Chancellor Winters. That was strictly a business proposition. Yeah, but you understand that people are responsible for their own choices. You focus on Newman's bottom line and not on Nate ruining his relationship with his cousins. 
And now, you're not at all afraid of getting between a father and son. You know, unlike the people that you just named, the Newman family has always been united. Even when we're fighting and struggling to see eye to eye, our allegiances are very clearly defined and unquestionable. I suppose a few families can claim that. And if one family member can be swayed in a particular direction, they're the weak link. And the person doing the swaying, they're not the issue, right? Because everybody has to be pulling together in the same direction, working for the same goal on the same page, or else everything falls apart. So just to be clear, we're talking about swaying Tucker away from Devon, right? Diane, your family is fine. The security team is on full-time duty and maximum alert. You say that, but is it enough? Your family is safe. We try to remember why we came here in the first place, to give ourselves some time to think clearly, not to avoid physical threat. We needed to remove ourselves from Jeremy's psychological warfare. But it seems that being this far away from our family has created its own problems. Yes, because I don't feel any safer, Jack, or any less agitated. I know that. I understand. We played right into Jeremy Stark's hands. We inflicted this on ourselves. Maybe we should just go home. That way we can lay eyes on the people that matter most to us instead of relying on some security agency. You know, if I felt for one moment anyone was not safe, I would be home in a flash. Jack, please. But if it gives you peace of mind, it's Kyle. Of course, we're talking about Devon and Tucker. My plan is to get them each on separate paths. What exactly did you think I meant? Oh, I, I wasn't sure. We're discussing a specific business strategy, Audra. So if you're reading something into this, uh, I then... uh, don't know what I would read into. What you said was perfectly clear. If two people in any kind of relationship get split apart by a third person, it's not the third person's fault. It just wasn't meant to be. That's exactly what I meant. And that's what we're gonna do to Devon and Tucker. I'll let Nate know you stop by. I did not see that coming. Uh, thanks, Kyle. Yeah, I love you too, son. Talk soon. Is everything okay? Has, has Jeremy made threats? Is Harrison safe? No, every, everything's fine. Kyle just called with some interesting information. Apparently, Stark left town for Europe in hot pursuit of us. What? Why? I, I don't believe that. Yeah, I, I didn't believe it either, except Kyle called his friend at the airport and verified Stark did indeed charter a flight to Paris. It left earlier today. So he's gone? Well, let's not throw caution to the wind. I mean, why would he think we were in Paris? This could all be a trick, very much like the one we pulled on him earlier. Exactly, and it's just like Jeremy to pull something like that. Listen, you were, you were talking about how you wanted to come out of hiding and go home. Maybe it's time we do that, cautiously. Thank you. Oh, what do we do about this? Do we tell people about our engagement? Absolutely. 
Really? Who? Who do we tell? The whole world, my love. The whole world. Okay. <laughs> hope what you're saying about Stark is true. It is. I have no reason to lie. I mean, despite what you might think, I don't want to see Diane and Jack hurt. I have my priorities straight. What are they? You, Summer. My priority is you. It always has been you. It absolutely kills me that you can't see that. It's a little hard to have any sympathy for you, Mom, because you've given me so many reasons to not put any faith in what you say. Okay. Okay. Trust me, I'm working very, very hard to change this. I really hope that everything that you're saying is true. Because I want to believe in you. I, I do miss you. I miss you, too. But if missing you is the price I have to pay to not be disappointed by you again, so be it. Oh, Lena. Surprised to see you here. I, well, last I heard, you and Nate were going to be enjoying a couple's night out. Yeah, that, that was the plan. But after a long day at the hospital, I needed some rest. And then I decided I needed some of Sharon's tea. So here I am. I wouldn't be surprised if Nate snuck off to the office. Oh, uh, yes, that sounds like Nate. <laughs> well, please, put your drink on my tap. Oh, thanks, but No, I, I insist. I mean, really, I, it, it's an apology for all of the late nights that I have kept Nate at the office. So how is he doing at Newman? It couldn't be better. I mean, working with him is like a total dream. He's collaborative, creative, respectful. Uh, he's very strong and determined. You know, working together with him is really perfect because we're, we're very in tune. That is quite an endorsement. Maybe that's why none of the other Newman Media CEOs have worked out because maybe, maybe this job was meant for Nate. Maybe. You know, honestly, I think that if he keeps this up and if he sticks with me, I can see even bigger and better things in his future. Were you able to reach Jack? I was. I also checked to see if Stark chartered a flight to Paris. He did. Left not too long ago. So my mom was telling the truth. It appears that way. I think my parents are going to come back to General City. What? Are you still unsure about the whole thing? I don't know. I mean, my mom had your phone. It's suspicious. Yeah, I'm always forgetting my phone, leaving it places. Besides, I don't know what she could get from it. It's password protected. I know. It's just... Why would Jeremy think your parents were in Paris? Anyway, what evidence does he have for that? And he was so sure about it that he chartered a plane to go over there and look for them? Something's just not adding up for me. Kyle, what if my mom didn't have a change of heart at all? She actually is working with Jeremy Stark. Thought did cross my mind. That means that your parents could be walking right into a trap set by my mom. Should they be even heading back right now? I get your concern. 
But Dad said they were planning on returning even before my call. Start leaving town is just an added bonus. With or without him flying off to Paris, they were coming home. But rest assured, no one is letting down their guard. Audra, what is going on with you? Tell me, where is it written in your list of duties as my COO that you get to meddle in my personal affairs? What are you talking about? I just saw Elena, and it sounds like you've been filling her head with all kinds of nonsense. About what? About my business relationship with Victoria. She and I have established a strong rapport, completely professional. Why would you try to turn that into something it's not? I did nothing of the kind. Listen, I have finally found a workplace that nurtures growth and encourages new ideas and forward thinking. I hired you because I thought that was something that you and I had. Look, we do. And I, I truly appreciate it. Look, I apologize if anything I said to Elena may have led to a misunderstanding. Right, a misunderstanding. Yes, really. Elena asked how things were going at the office, and I gave her a glowing report about how the energy here is extremely collaborative and close, mostly in part thanks to you. Okay, I told her how I often feel very in sync with my boss, you, and how you often feel very in sync with your boss, Victoria. Okay, I was just trying to describe the inclusive vibe around the office. Mm -hmm. And that's all you said. What else is there for me to say? Look. I never meant to imply that anyone had anything more than a strictly professional relationship around here. Do you need me to call Elena and try to rectify my mistake? You know, you really must be so proud of Nate and all that he's accomplished. Yeah, of course I am. I think he's brilliant. <laughs> well, then it's no surprise to you how uh, there is no stopping him once he sets his mind to something. That's when he really excels. I remember from personal experience what an amazing doctor he was, but now it's it's impressive to see how quickly he's pivoted into being a, an incredible businessman. Yeah, he's very talented. I can't imagine anyone knowing him that would expect anything less. Anyway, it was nice running into you. Yeah, you too. Have a good evening. Thank you. I, uh, I thought you were headed home. Yeah, that was the plan. But I felt horrible about overreacting and questioning you earlier. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to sleep unless I apologized. Like I said, I totally understand. I don't think you do. Nate, I am so scared that we are going to fall back into this contentious pattern that almost ended our relationship. That is not going to happen. I am truly happy here at Newman. I feel valued here. Look, the last time we had trouble, I was at Chancellor Winters. You know that was a whole different kind of beast. But work is work, no matter how much you enjoy it. And I don't want you to overlook the fact that every job 
is going to be demanding and difficult at some point, even in the best environments. Okay, you want me to quit? No, not at all. Nate, I support you. I'm proud of you. And I want to be by your side, supporting you as you succeed. That means a lot. But I also see you sinking a little deeper every day. And that's what worries me. We almost broke up because of the pressure of working in the business world. It was like it was changing you. But I didn't change. And besides, what would you have me do? I love seeing you this happy. It makes me happy. But I also can't forget how close I was to losing you. So what happens when, when things get difficult at Newman? Am I going to lose you forever? Awful lot of luggage for what ended up being a very short trip. Hey, you seemed awfully quiet on the drive back. Hmm. You wanted to come home, but you having second thoughts? I consider it my job now to make sure you are safe and secure wherever you lay your head. I haven't given Jeremy much thought since Kyle said he was gone. No, actually, I've, I've been thinking of the news about our engagement. Oh, that's so much more pleasant. Yeah, and I appreciate you wanting to tell the world that we're in love and getting married, and I, I feel the same way, but... You know, we need to be practical and sensitive right now. We need to make sure Kyle's okay with this. Well, agreed, but we have to tell him. Yes, but it might take him some time to come to grips with the oh, idea. Oh, I think he'll come around a lot quicker than you think. He knows we're in love. <laughs> I know, but just because this feels so right to us doesn't mean he's going to feel the same way. You know, we can't, we can't force him into accepting that we're getting married. I think he'll embrace it pretty quickly. And when he does, we will tell the rest of the world. We will shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> you know we're guaranteed to face some criticism. We can't worry about those people. We need to stay focused on us and our happiness. Yeah, I wish I could put all of those people out of my mind. But the reality is, this news is going to be troubling to some people. And I would hate for anybody to get upset over something that gives us so much joy. I appreciate your compassion. And I agree with you. So here's what I suggest. We tell immediate family now, and we tell our friends and extended family later on. OK. Thank you for understanding. And we can scandalize the rest of Genoa City later. <laughs> oh, what? I guess I'm going to have to wait to show off my gorgeous ring. It's done. They know? Kyle and Summer think that you left town. You think they bought it? I think Summer has her doubts, but Kyle, he left immediately, probably to summon his dad back into town. Good. Bringing you on board seems to be one of my more brilliant ideas after all. It was your most brilliant idea. I mastermind. What's next? I suspect the next steps will be the hardest for you. 
I'll decide what's hard for me. It may involve you getting back into the Abbott's good graces. I'm not doing that. We need access to Diane's personal property. That means you need to get back into Jack's house. Listen, I've tried to make nice with Diane. This is where I can do anything Phyllis' confidence comes in. Now, if you don't think you can do it, I'll just get one of my associates to do a quick B&E. No, you're not going to have some random burglar hit up the Abbott house. I told you I'm protecting my family. What is it? I, I'll do anything. What do I need to do? That's what I like to hear. We need one or two small items that belong to Diane, things specific and personal to her. There need to be no mistaking who they belong to. Mom, Dad, glad you're home. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, we missed you. Uh, not that we were gone that long. And thank you very much for the heads up on Stark's departure. Yes, and if it's true, and if he's really gone, then that's good news. If it is true, it will most likely be temporary. Stark isn't a stupid man. He'll realize he's on a wild goose chase and eventually come back here. Well, at very least, it will buy us some time to decide what to do next as a family. And speaking of family, we have something else we need to discuss with you. It's urgent. What is it? No, 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 it's nothing wrong. Actually, it's quite wonderful. I proposed to Diane, and lucky me, she accepted. Come here. Stop worrying, okay? You will never lose me. I love you. Yes, I lost my way for a little while there, but now I am here, okay? The man you love is back. And yes, I've been working hard, but I've been doing that for us for our future together. Sorry, I need to take this. Hey, Victoria. Hey, uh, forgive me for intruding on your evening. I went by your office and Audra told me that you had gone to spend some time with Elena. She did, did she? Then I, I ran into Elena at Crimson Lights, and she said that she was going home to get some sleep. So I assume that means maybe you have time to meet for a drink. There are some aspects of the McCall acquisition that I'd love to discuss with you. I'm sorry, Victoria, but uh, Elena's here with me in the office right now, and we were about to head home. Can I wait until the morning? Yeah, of course. Of course, Nade. Yeah, enjoy your evening. We can... We can talk tomorrow.
Join us again for The Young and the Restless.